right. So on this week's episode, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Orlando Brown. Uh, he hit a lick, uh. hit a robbery. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, what was it like a restaurant? He hit a lick on like a restaurant. And his mugshot, uh, he on his mugshot, he looked like a gum that just been stepped on. <laughs> you know, like when you step on a gum and you look at it and you see that gum, that's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like. <sighs> and, uh, and also, we're going to be discussing the new Nike ad campaign. Um, we're going to try our best to decode why motherfuckers are protesting against Nike and Colin. Uh, when they didn't protest against Subway, when uh, Jerry from Subway was was guilty of molesting little, little children. And you know what I think? I think uh, Colin's hair, I think he grew out his hair into an afro just so that he can look like a microphone and be the voice of the people. Wow. That is wow. wow. That's, really, <laughs> that's, really, that's really what I think. And you know, and I, I, now I'm seeing all these people in, um, on IG like burning Nike shoes and stuff. You know, all the shoes that they've been burning is like the white shoes that you see in every white family's house in the shoe <laughs> rack that no the one wears. Worst fucking yeah. shoes. They're like, like the Nike shoes that you wear with khakis. Oh, man. Um, that you wear with khakis to like... The dad barbecue yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, the dad barbecue yeah. shoes that, that you, like that white white guys, like white dads, like do their, their lawn with. We don't care. Burn burn them. Burn them. We, they, they need an 86 right, that shoes anyway. Those shoes are low-key racist anyway, so get rid of them. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't no colored people wearing that shit anyway, so burn that bitch. Um, with that being said, welcome and thank you so much for joining us for another episode, weekly episode of Struggle Time. Struggle Time is a weekly podcast where we discuss our daily struggles in order for, in order for us to improve our mental health and mental wellness. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> All right. I mean, I feel like what else is there to be said besides that? Yeah. Uh, we're back. Happy to be back. Happy to be black, right? Always. Yeah, oh, right. Feels good. Feels good to be black. Uh, obviously, I am Blob. I'm joined here by the, the boy Zell. Um, You're- you know, this week we're going to be talking about a bunch of great stuff. A bunch of real shit, a bunch of cool shit. I don't know. How, how else do we get into it? Um, <laughs> I guess we'll start off by uh, <laughs> jumping into how our weekends were. Uh, I don't know what you got into this weekend, but you know, informing people. Um, so during the weekend, um, my mom has been missing me um, as of lately. So I went back, and there was this like cultural event that happened on Monday. Cultural event. Yeah, it's like it happens every Labor Day. So I went there. Um, ate a lot of food <laughs> like i ate so much food and it was great to just eat like home-cooked meal you know what i mean and or technically yeah i guess technically because they cooked everything at home and then it was like a potluck so that was really cool you know what i mean and um i'm thinking about last week's podcast and we were talking about the the home cooking uh was, oh, this, yeah. was this food a little better than uh <laughs> than recent memory i don't know oh yeah yeah no <laughs> no no definitely because my mom didn't cook it exactly. oh perfect no, cool no offense to my mom but um no it was it was it was cool you know what i mean it was cool to see <clears throat> all my relatives and you know all, all the fam again and um and yeah like i had a i had a really great tim i it was a good time what about what, you? What kind of wait? What kind of event was this? Like <clears throat> it was it was like a cultural thing. So like, you know, cultural music, cultural dances, and <clears throat> and it's like, was it celebrating? Something? Yeah, it was like a celebration of like our, our people, 
uh, I guess, you know, just like reminding us. I mean, we're we're in a country where, you know, what I mean, like, it, it's like our culture is like easily forgotten because we've as, as established like the American culture. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So it's like a reminder and like to teach the kids and to show, kind of show off our culture that we're still living that culture and we yeah, have the knowledge. For it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. So right. that's fine. There ain't no no break dancing or nothing like that. I don't know <laughs> but, if that's a part of your culture, but yeah, nah, I mean, nah, listen, nah, whatever, nah. whatever rocks your boat, dog. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it did indeed. Uh, what about you? How was uh, how was your weekend? Weekend was cool. Uh, obviously, in Philadelphia, we know we had Made in America. Oh, so the great thing about Made in America is not only the concert, but all the parties that happen around the city. Right, right, right. So I had the opportunity to hit a bunch of bars. No and way. A bunch of like cool happenings that were going on. So how, how, so tell me like, what's like the vibe? Like vibe is cool because like you get a lot of people that aren't necessarily from this area, right, right, right. but they all just want to party in the city and us being in Fishtown, it's like, the hub. yeah, right. Like right there. you can easily stay in center city. You can stay in like the art museum area where the events are happening at, but like people who venture out into like those small little neighborhoods and stuff like that, they get like a culture shock of some sort. Cause like Fishtown is a very like hip ass area, yeah, you know, yeah. like we have the cool guys with like shaved heads and like <laughs> girls with the colorful dreads and all that yeah. good shit. You know, I like, I love everybody, you know? So I just want to see everybody just have a good time together. And the DJs who come in and they do their thing, they always play like some phenomenal music. Yeah. I can't tell you how, how hard I was, I was, I was dancing on top of that bar, <laughs> but the bouncer will tell you cause he told me to get down multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> You got up on stage. <laughs> Listen, I it was it had to happen. I had to do what it I had, had to have. To no city wise, man. They 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 give you life. That's all oh, I'll no. say. It it yeah. widens your sight. You know. So my girlfriend had a couple friends in town, so we were hanging out with them. And like, I'm all about people taking her away from me, so I can do more <laughs> me, which yeah. is great. Uh, and then, then once like some people are like ready to go, they're like, "Oh, we gotta go." And I'm like, "But I'm I just got in." They start playing plug walk, and I was like, "Can we? Can we have to leave now? Can we? Can we stay for a little bit longer?" Yeah. But no, we we had to leave. And I was like, "All right, I know where I live, so y'all can." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think the beauty is like the fact that you can have like fun on your own. Uh, in a sense, I think that's that's huge. Um, yeah, I mean, I try. That's all I will say. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna find a friend no matter what. I got some people who, some guy like accidentally he bumped into me. He was like, "Oh, I thought you were my friend." I was like, "Could you be." You are now. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on, bro?" I was like, "Hey, I don't, hey, stranger." And he was like, "I'm sorry, you're not. You know who I thought you were. You want a shot though?" And he bought me and everybody I was with a bunch of what? shots. So I was like, "This is the shit that just happens when you just be out there in the world." So. God bless that guy. I didn't even get his name, but you know, he knows who he is. Listen, God's shining down on you. You should have gotten his name <laughs> and his number. You know what I mean? I think I last know. week we were talking about the guy hitting on me. He didn't mm-hmm. buy me a shot or nothing. But no. this time, someone bought you a shot. You got to use your womanly ways, I guess. I don't Dude, know. Man. I just batted the eyelashes. It was a wrap. <laughs> it was a fucking wrap. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I really wish I was here. Um, Maine, America. I think the la- last year, I, I, I didn't do much because it was raining. Um, this time it was like perfect weather and stuff like they that. They said it was gonna rain, you know but I mean? it yeah. never did. So I was like, good for yeah, those kids. Definitely, out there. like, I mean, Philly was blessed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, it felt like a good time. But yeah. what I will say about <laughs> festivals is like, I, I've done them in the past, and just like now the fact that I can just stream it 
from mm-hmm. the comfort of my crib mm-hmm. and I don't have to like spend $13 for a Bud Light, I'm, I, I will definitely not do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, one year I'm probably going to get back out there, but you know, when I want to get my shoes dirty and whatnot, so yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Man, did you feel like that guy was hitting on you low key a little bit? Or oh, no, he was no, with his girl. Trying, oh, no, okay. he was with his girl. Or was he? Yeah, I, I hope. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. If any guy buys me a, a drink, I'll, hey, I'm yours for the night. Listen, <laughs> you got to see me at Woody's, bro. I'll be ragging up, though. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Blah. Oh, man. No, but uh, yeah, so I guess that was the weekend. Um, I guess we're going to get into our, our favorite segment right now, which is the, the do better segment. I just realized after you were doing the whole intro, oh, I feel like our do betters are very much aligned this oh, yeah? week. Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, so we might as well just let, let's just us do, do yeah. it better. Uh, <laughs> I don't, whatever. Uh, I'll let, take it away. Let's just do your thing. Um, <laughs> all right. So every episode we try to figure out who needs to do better in mm-hmm. this world, right? Um, it's someone that is doing good in, in, in the world or we feel that is doing fine. And when they do something different, it's like, bro, like you have all this going on and you're doing this. Right. So my doing better award goes to uh, rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Oh. Um, and uh, so I was watching. Um, I was watching. Uh, <laughs> I was watching uh, her, her funeral uh, live stream. And the pastor of I, I I don't even know his name. Yeah. Um. The pastor yeah. of the uh the whole ceremony was all up against uh Ariana Grande. Dude, I feel like she stole the whole show. Dude, did she not? You know what stole the whole show? The pastor's right hand. <laughs> did you see how creepy that touch was? Dude, was like, yo, he he was. He was literally digging into her fucking like rib cage, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, she's not hard. But, she's not man. gonna be able to like sing. <laughs> I was like, she's not gonna be able to sing like any any oh, moment from like you know what I mean. So I thought like I thought that was very disturbing what, to, what about, to have uh, witnessed that like on Bill stage. Clinton, though. <laughs> that little conversation they had. That I'm they, not even gonna let you get away without talking about Bo Clinton. <laughs> like everything about that man just being in that room was like why, and then I was like, oh, okay, I understand why. Yeah. You say first you say why, but then you're just like, oh, why not? Right. They they, they yeah. see, um. But so yeah, my you need to do better. Um, definitely, definitely uh, goes to him. Sources are saying that his name is Reverend Jas- Jasper Williams. Jasper, Williams. yeah, that's already creepy. That is a name <laughs> Jasper. That is a name. Um, so Reverend Jasper tucked, tucked, <laughs> tucked uh his hands under her her crevice <laughs> crevice armpits <laughs> i mean as creepy oh, as the no. image was you describing it makes it that much more um better. and I, I think he was so happy doing it and I, I i mean what do you do at that point as a girl you know what i mean you can't just be like yo like you know what i mean see something say something i think she tried to um i wonder what uh you know i wonder what his boy uh, her boyfriend was thinking he's probably like, this is gonna make great material for snl <laughs> yeah why did someone <laughs> Why did someone? Why did the internet say his eyes look like buttholes? <laughs> Yo, the internet, the internet's so mean. They said his eyes look like two buttholes. You're referring to Pete Davidson? Yes. His eyes look like buttholes. Uh, All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm still tripping off that. Let me, let me, let me just digest that oh, real quick. Man. Uh, you got the raccoon eyes, bro. 
He looks like he's always about to. He's always ready to steal something. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's always ready to rob a bank or something. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. He's, he's living his best life. That's all I'll say. Oh, I guess I. I feel like what I said before doesn't even like play into what I'm about to talk about now. I guess our our do betters don't even coexist right now. But uh, my do better is white America. I'm talking about this whole ah, Colin Kaepernick thing yeah, yeah, and this whole yeah, Nike so situation. And this whole burning of sneakers and cutting of socks and like discarding like Nike fucking like garb like why? <laughs> yo, when I saw why? them cutting off their socks, I'm like, I was like, yo, what are you dumb. <laughs> like? I don't get. That is a sock. I'm like, I'm, what are you trying to prove? Up? Like, what? Ooh, you're only gonna make sock. yourself mad. Yo, so you're telling me that's the only Nike you had? Like, I need to find a Nike. Uh-huh. Oh shit, I have Nike socks. Let me just protest it. I'm like, come on, bro. But go ahead, bro. I just, I I would never understand how you think that you're getting one over on the person when you already spent the money on the item that you do. You're literally torching. Like they did it with LeBron. They did it with the the Kevin Durant jerseys. Like this is people. They already have your money. Like so, you taking this action and putting it on social media only makes you look like that much more of a fool. And for you to say that you're standing up for like the American people and like the civil rights, well not even civil rights, just like the flag and like patriotism and shit like that. It, it makes you sound so dumb because uh, the easiest way for you to stand up and show that you're actually about this patriotism life is to actually be a patriot and yeah. then give back to people that are ha- have served and like are in service currently. Like you and I, we just came from the liquor store and you saw the gentleman I was talking to outside. Yeah. He was telling me how he was like a, a, a war veteran, like Vietnam. He was like, yeah. old dude. Shout out my man, Will. That's his name. That's his name, and I had Will. to get it. Yo, big up Will. Big bro. up Will. And he was like, oh, I'm a veteran. I was like, say less. I'm like, there's a lot going on in this country right now. Let me do my part for you. So here's a couple of dollars. Like, I'm not going to hate on you for that. I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking burn some socks. I went down to Marshall's to purchase. <laughs> like, that's not how I get a point across at all. And for you to be mad at an advertisement ad makes you look like like how 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 miserable is your life? But this is the most joy that you're getting right now, dude. Like, get over it. Like people people do things. People like the the this this nation was built on people protesting and standing up for their rights and having the opportunity to speak their piece. This gentleman spoke his piece and is making millions of dollars right now after being blackballed by a corporation that backed him up for years. That backed him up and it was his only income. Right, and then they turned their back on him, and now this is his avenue for him to get his name and his platform to be more like out there, you know? So for people to act this way, it just makes you look that much more less. And I feel like I want to take myself out of the equation, but we are more part of the equation that we can even like imagine. So I just want to just say like, we got to do better dog. Yeah. That's it. Um, I will say this. The only thing I don't like about the ad is um, the fact that he low key looks like DJ Khaled (laughs) a little bit. bit. Another (laughs) one. A little bit. (laughs) Um, so I think whoever the photographer is needs to do better. <laughs> the the photographer needs to do better. Right. <laughs> I'm like, how do you turn out Colin Kaepernick into DJ Khaled? Um, and second, I think um, it's important to pay attention to the context of, of, of the ad, right? It's believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the most generic way of putting what like it could, literally when you really study the context and like the sentence it could mean anything it's not specifying like kneeling down or the u.s flag like it just it just really shows you where we are in the world 
You know what I mean? Like, think about what if what if they use like a uh, like a uh, I don't know uh, Roger Federer, or, you know what I mean? Or like um, uh, I don't I don't know. I'm drawing blank. Drawing but like, blank on those un-American <laughs> athletes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or even like or even the like Jamaican a, bobsled team. <laughs> Anybody, or even like a white, or even like a white, like a, a white athlete. Damn, I cannot think of like a white athlete right now. Hmm. Oh, shut All up, right. Siri. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a white athlete or Tiger Woods. That's a white athlete. Yeah, he's um, half half white athlete, I guess. Um, you know, someone there's like so, that. First of all, there's so many white athletes. How are you I do. I cannot think of anyone right now. Jason Giambi. Um, half who of Derek Jeter. Is, oh, Derek, Derek. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like purebred. Pure, Tom Brady. Purebred white. Tom Brady. Like, Brady imagine is, if they put Tom Brady with that same sentence. It, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't, like this whole thing wouldn't. Come it wouldn't up even right be now. an issue because it That's would carry like way further in like social media and just like pop culture in general if it was Tom Brady on it. But the fact that it is Colin Kaepernick, a person who has been like just so enthralled in just like social controversy and shit like that, Nike knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They 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 weighed out all the risk and the reward prior to this advertisement campaign even coming out. And the fact that they even still went ahead with it shows like how far ahead they were thinking. Yeah. And it's not about like doing it after the fact. Like let's say Colin Kaepernick passes away 20, 30 years from now, then this campaign comes out, it it's like too little too late. But the fact right, that right. he's still a prevalent person in this culture and in this world, it says like Nike understands where we are as a nation and they want to try to like at least spark the conversation, you know? Yeah. They're they're very similar to just like Anybody who's like, like, and kind of rebellious, but like in the most positive way, you know. Yeah. So I, I commend everything that they're doing right now, and I know it, nothing but positivity is going to come for them because obviously after this has only been out for like what two, three days now, yeah. they've made forty three million dollars off that's this one I'm campaign saying. alone, just in advertising revenue, and just like people talking about it, like and that's you, sick. Exactly, and you know what? What's funny is that like everyone like burning Nike and like posting on like Instagram and social media. That's actually like marketing. Yeah, like, you're one thing them more. Yeah, one thing I've learned is that there's no such thing as like bad publicity, right? Yeah, right. Like, so right. that's awesome. Um, and you know, big ups to Colin Kaepernick. I know it's been long time running. For some reason, I always feel like Colin Kaepernick always had like a good smelling breath. Like he looks like a guy. That, Excuse like, me. Like he no he just, no just say, say he really looks like he, he he just looks like he has a gr- like really good breath like what his do you think breath it smells is like? like minty like Min- minty, minty fresh okay. minty or like it smells like spring water or something I don't wow. know which um, I don't know if it has a smell <laughs> all right go ahead Bob <laughs> no, no you're not gonna let that go spring I don't know water? I just I just feel like he smells like Deer Park sometimes I feel like he bro. smells good as a person I would I would agree with you on that note. He smells like either Dasani or Deer Park. We're gonna get close enough to smell Colin Kaepernick's <laughs> breath. That's our goal. 2019, we're gonna smell Colin Kaepernick's breath. That's that's uh, what it is. I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> the activism in him has like transformed his breath into like minty spring water fresh. Mm-hmm. I actually think he should just give up football altogether. Really? I feel like he has more of a platform doing this uh social justice warrior mm-hmm. thing that he's doing now, which is like not what he's like that wasn't his stick. It wasn't like yo, this is what like fuck football. I'm I'm out here. Martin Luther King in it like no mm-hmm. he he had the opportunity to speak his piece and he spoke his piece and then some things happened he wasn't allowed to do the thing that he grew up loving to do so now he has this, a whole new adventure on his hands and like if he takes it I want to see the best for him but if he decides to just fall back and just let other people like 
come up and just like help him get that message out then I'm all for it as well but you know he's not the person that should be doing better that's all that's yeah no no definitely not him it's definitely like you said like people protest protesting white America and his photographer period his photographer uh, <laughs> for turning him into DJ Khaled. my takeaway the photographer um, <laughs> yeah I, I think um the way he's protesting is like very like it's, it's, it's amazing I hope one day like our kids Learn, you know what I mean? Like learn about him because yeah, if he ends up in a history book. That would be sick. Be sick. Um, sick. I just feel like, <coughs> excuse me, like the way he's protesting is so nonviolent, so innocent, so humble. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think he's like, he's like, a, he could, he should be like a staple on how everyone should protest. You know what I mean? Not even protest, but just like stand up, stand for something. For something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, the the whole. That's the takeaway from the advertisement. Right. Just like. Risk yeah. it all, even if it means losing everything, you know. So, and he literally did mm-hmm. lose everything. You know what I mean? Not everything. Nice yeah, shape yeah. Up. I mean, I bet you when that um, check come in the mail, he's gonna be shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gotta give up something. Go not Afro. You got you gave up his shape. Yeah, that's up, you know? so. My gosh, you know that microphone haircut he got <laughs> right. going on there. All right, go ahead. God bless. God bless. Yeah. All right. So uh, on that note, let's uh, let's jump back into this topic. Um. <laughs> This week, I guess we're talking about uh, we're talking about the, the the dating of the interracial sect. The dating of the opposite race. The opposite race? Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, no. Any race, yeah. not even opposite. Whatever <laughs> race that's not yours, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or you can date anyone you want. Just interracial dating or interracial marriage or interracial mating in general. That's what we're discussing this week. Um, Give us a little like blurb. A little blurb about it. Um, you know, sometimes people are born. Sometimes people are born different from other people. And sometimes those people go away to college. And sometimes those people find other people that match their wit and match their intelligence, but they're a different skin <laughs> color. <laughs> oh, wait. All right. Before we even get into this, we have to jump into the sponsor really quick. And this week, I'm going to let Zell hell into it because, like, you know, uh, he loves it. Dude, I don't... How do, you, how do you hold this? Is there a specific way? Um, this hold week, it like Diddy. Um, how do you hold it? Yeah, like that. That's pretty good. Um, this week, um, we're, uh, we're, we're getting... Um, yeah, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> you do it's this. not that hard, dude. Let me, let, me, let me just give you the, the one-on-one. You, you, and Jack, you and Jack have been friends for since day one. So True. It, it just makes sense. It just sounds right. All right, so obviously you already know the sponsor. We're a Philly-based podcast, so we sponsor nothing but Philly-based product, especially Philly-based alcohols. Uh, this week we are still continuing to drink the Jack Quinns because it's our favorite. Uh, but we're back on that rum. We're back on that gold label white rum, world famous to us, world famous to you. White label, bro. I said, I said white I said label. Gold. Gold label. Oh, this is a white label. My bad. Because I will go back. <laughs> to the job. I will stop this podcast right now. <laughs> but the Jacqueline's world famous white label rum is what we're drinking this week. We mixed it with some uh, some ocean spray or PCA uh, cranberry Tell me why mango. The ocean spray logo looks like the PCA logo. I don't know. It's just me. All right, go ahead. Shout out to Zoe and all her friends. Uh, yeah, so you know we're mixing cocktails. We're having a good time together. But we definitely wanted to drop that sponsorship before anything else even went further because we can't talk about. Uh, black and white mixing without talking about mixing white with red, uh, obviously. So yeah, uh, let's get back into this topic. My segue is on point, yeah. I should on just do tours today. around Our Old City, yo, for sure. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Head ass. 
head get out <laughs> i'll see myself out i'll see y'all later <laughs> but yeah um, i'm thinking about that all day i know a little bit yeah all right so yeah, interracial dating we're gonna just jump into it uh obviously you understand that if you're dating someone who is not the same skin color and background as you you're definitely not in a same racial relationship so um me and Zella, we're gonna talk about it we're gonna learn about it we're gonna gotta get some feedback and try to learn and grow and just figure out the struggles behind this whole nonsense but yeah um yeah all right um no but you know i've always felt that uh um when sorry i don't know where i'm going with this um let's let that jack one set in uh so yeah uh interracial dating um so ever since i was young i mean from middle school um I've always, like, I, I was always thinking outside the box. Um, I was always, I was always, you know, I was always the one to want to experience, like, different cultures and, like, just different <clears throat> ways of thinking and th- different ways of doing about things. And uh, and I think the best way to do that is through food and through, you know, dating uh, a race or a culture that is not similar to you. Um, now, let's break down... Now let's break down uh, interracial couples. Don't you hate that when people say that? <laughs> when you're like, "Yo, what's your favorite food?" Okay, well, let's break down what let's food is. Let's take a second. To, <laughs> let me let me dissect. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. See, interracial couple couple mean just means like what of color, right? Just like the race, the racial part. Just mean any, anything that's you know what your race is, right? Right. Anything not not in that. Right. So. Is it, do you think there's a such thing as in intercultural dating? Like yeah, you know I mean, I mean? obviously, I mean, when it comes to like just race in general, obviously there are different cultures that play into this, you know. So, me being a black man, if I wanted to go out and date like a white girl, and like that white girl grew up in a whole different section of like America and like had a whole different background and way of thinking than I did, we definitely have two different cultures. We definitely have two different races, so it's interracial and intercultural right, right and there are very few instances where like you'll find someone who's opposite race of you but still in the same culture you know like that's just a product of your environment or whatever <coughs> neighborhood you grew up in so you can definitely have someone of a different race but still in the same culture it's right, right, right. it's multi-level but at the same time people are still going to look at you like oh why why you know there's yeah. always a stigma to it um so i mean with me I, the only reason like i you know i i thrive on like dating girls of the opposite i keep saying opposite I, maybe i want to say opposite sex maybe i'm swinging that way <laughs> of the uh of the other race is um i just like learning more about the world and eating more food and stuff like that you know what at the end of the day, i do it for the food you know what i mean okay all right um and also just like learning about different culture and like yeah there's definitely tons of struggles that comes with that you know what i mean coming from a household where you know um where it's like super strict we're very cultural you know being you know southeast asian we're usually going to be super cultural you know what i mean we're super like my parents are always gonna um recommend dating within our race or dating Uh, within our people um but i've been fortunate enough fortunate enough to have parents that are comfortable me dating outside of my race simply because like Growing up, or back in the day, the only, the girls that I constantly brought home to brought home to my parents were 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 of like maybe Hispanic, white, you know what I mean, Middle Eastern, or sometimes Asian, you know what I mean. So 
it doesn't really defer as far as like who I brought home. Like they were, they reacted the same way between Asian and, and another race. You know what I mean? Because like, that, does your environment affect that at all? Like I know you are from Maryland, <clears throat> so you grew up in that area. Like what was the yeah? The... So like growing up in Maryland, I mean, I live in a city or a town where it's the second most diverse place in okay. America. You know right. what I mean? Right after New York City, um, so. Growing up in that in that in that area, uh, Moco to be specific, Montgomery County, Maryland, um, everyone dated. You know what I mean? Like everyone dated. So it was it was easy for someone to just say, "Oh, I like you," and not be judged for your skin color or where you came from, because mm. we were so used to it. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think my my parents kind of kind of uh, caught that. Um, but when I was growing up, I was, yeah, super like low key uncomfortable because like, I definitely saw people kind of like judging me, you know what I mean? Um, and this was like, maybe like fresh out of, fresh out of high school, college time when I was like, when I would go on like dates with like, you know, like other girls of like different, like a different race. And, um, and you know, me being Asian, like I still get, (coughs) excuse me, I still get this, uh, stigma where. If a girl is like, yo, you know, I'm dating this Asian guy or whatever, they still get that, ugh, like, like, Asian why? guy. You know right, what I mean? Like, like so I on. still, like, I still, like, people are still, like, telling me, like, ever since I was, like, in high school, like, all the girls would always tell me, yeah, like, you know, I told them that, like, I was dating an Asian guy, and they were like, what? You're dating an Asian guy? So, like, they completely have this like imagery of like who I would be and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like until they saw me and I'm like, wow, feel right, me? Like, right, I'm, like, right, right, walking, right. doves flying, <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? Tan skin, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not really chinky. He can, he, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? He can drive. You know what I mean? Wow, he has an average. He has an average penis. <laughs> He's not good at math. <laughs> you know what I mean? He has facial yeah. hair, like so just an American person, I guess. You know, yeah, so it's like, so it's like, oh, okay, and um, and yeah, so and so, like you know, sometimes I'm like, yo, just tell them that I'm tan, I'm not good at math, I actually know how to drive, and have an average, you know, average sized penis. You um, know what I mean? They, I mean, certain things you can leave out, but I mean, like, it's cool. <laughs> what about you? I know you growing up in uh, New Jersey, that's also diverse. Yeah, it's a very diverse area, but like just my town in particular, we had a very heavy Hispanic population, so you know. The Spaniards. Some, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Something about just a Hispanic and like African American dynamic, which is always going to be like intertwined with I each to other. Dating a Hispanic um, in Jersey, you have to wake up before six o'clock. For what reason? Because they wake up so early. Why do they wake up so early? Because he catching chickens. Like, oh. <laughs> I was gonna go there. <laughs> making making plot. No, I don't know, dude. Nah. Uh, but I mean, like, yo, we had a very diverse, oh, what I will say about this, uh, the, the Latin community up there in North Jersey is just like, it was very diverse. So like me in particular, growing up, I had the pleasure of dating like Colombians or like Puerto Ricans, is Dominicans sprinkled in the mix. Like, so I definitely got to touch a lot of like Central and Southern America, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like the, the, what I was like, when you're talking about the food wise, like I would get invited back to the crib and shit Absolutely. and their parents were throwing down. Which is like the one thing I'm like, dude, yo, this is fucking like love, yo. So it wasn't that wasn't my 
end all be all like yo i'm trying to date all the girls so i can eat all the food but right, like right. it was just like you are attracted to who you fuck you're attracted to you yeah. know so like you me being like black and there aren't many um and this, the next statement is going to be a hot take but there aren't many fucking very attractive <laughs> black men <laughs> in the north what jersey a good area smile. just because what a beard. <laughs> yeah you know i mean that don't look like pubes <laughs> so yeah I didn't always look like this either. So don't get it twisted. I used to be way better looking. <laughs> so yeah, you know. So I got I have my opportunity just to like you know sprinkle and like sample a bunch of different things. But I don't see it as like oh Pokemon collect them all and shit like that. It was just like relationships and you get into a new one, blah blah blah. But just like my the pick of my litter having all these like you know just Hispanic women. So it was cool. I had a lot of fun. Um, you know, I dated some white girls in between there and shit like that. So it's definitely not something that's foreign to me as far as interracial dating or interracial like mating and shit like that is concerned. But it's just like mating, mating, yeah, just mating. <laughs> Isn't this the art of mating, though? It's like, yo, right. you're attracted to a person, they smell your pheromones, y'all get it on in the back of someone's Honda, and then like you know, like you go back home, you you drink a brew and you go to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, just moving here to Philadelphia, it was a lot more, so much, so much to, like, walk into. Because, like, I got here, and first, when I first moved here, my first two years, all I saw was white people. And I was like, all right, it's a lot of white people. I was like, I don't know what to do with that. Because I'm, like, coming off this whole high. And I was also still dating, like, well, just coming out of a relationship with a girl who was black. So it was, like, jumping into that whole, like, same racial, like, dating relationship and shit like that it was like we got the same jokes and like we can talk about the same shit and like, things like that and then once we broke up and i was like fuck now i'm out here on my own i gotta figure out what am i doing so one thing i knew was like oh i like spanish girls like fuck it yeah i'm gonna try to find that they're not in the area where i was living in i'm not trying to go to those areas because like i i've read my philly weekly dot com fucking blurbs and i'm like nah you just not area you go into so i'm gonna stay here so I was like, ended up dating a bunch of like people that I didn't fucking necessarily like, yeah. but it was like the safer option as opposed to finding what I really wanted. And like, but then like taste change over years and shit like that. So you end up like finding out your own way. And then I ended up making my way back to like something wholesome and like something like that's very like, you know, right in the head. So yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a good I'm in a good headspace right now, and I'm in a good like relationship right now where it's just like. We get it. We feed off of each other's energy and shit like that. And we both happen to be like black people who are also kind of white. So, <laughs> so I, mean, I, I want to always works. say black people. So <clears throat> my follow-up question is, with you being said, with you saying that, do you think like just the fact that you and me sort of like think alike is like has a lot to do with our openness to openness and attracting girls of or, or people of different race? And even sex or gender, you know what I mean? Um, simply because how, like, kind of like the aura we put out, you feel me? It's definitely energy. Like, yeah. the energy that you and I both put out is definitely very welcoming. Right. And, like, it doesn't matter what the, the color, the creed, the cut of anyone's jib is. Like, you and I, we're going to attract people that want to fucking hang out with us. Or the hairline. I mean, I'm not dating anybody shape, with a hairline. I would hope not. I mean, <laughs> not yet. Let not me let me get like 45 and then run out of options. Then I'll, then I'll make that decision. But no, nah, right now I'm cool. But, yeah, like, but you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely we have like this very like approachable energy where people like want to like gravitate towards us and talk, which is cool. And like now we have less like benefit of being able to pick and choose who the fuck we want to actually like, talk to and shit like that. So um, 
what we do with that power is definitely up to us, you know? So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, going into the future, I don't know how you feel just about, like, just the world or the nation in general. Like, what do you want to see more of this, like, kind of, like, thing carry on? Or, or are you one of those, like, Southerners who are just like, yeah, everybody should stay to their own <laughs> No, I mean, that was hard to say. Yeah. I see you. You're trying to do, may do the southern accent. I think, and then you kind of like gave it up because you're like, oh, I don't want to do felt too bad. much. Don't bad. <laughs> um, no, man. You know, I, I'm. I'm. I came from a, a culture, right? I came from a my my culture. My people were not very scared just because we're a tribal, we're an indigenous tribe, right? Um, so there's this whole stigma where we should stick together, where we should breed within our own race and culture, not even just <clears throat> race within our culture. Right. Mm. Um, so it's hard. Um, and you know, I come from a culture where we all kind of stick together. I won't say click up, but like we do stick together. Um, we stay with what we're comfortable with. You know what I mean? Um, and I was never comfortable with that. I was never comfortable being comfortable with what they were comfortable with. God damn it. That was so Can many. Comfortable. Be comfortable being comfortable. Um, comfortable so, with. you know, it, it, it was it was always hard. And I, I wanted to, me and my brother, um, we grew up, we never really dated Asian girls. We've talked to a few Asian girls. Um, I mean, I've talked to a few Asian girls. I've talked to a few girls within my, my culture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's it's... I don't go out of my way to be like, you know what, I'm going to avoid Asian girls or people within my culture or my people, you know, you know, absolutely. Um, I think the, the struggle for me <clears throat> is um, is when there's this whole stigma where, you know, people people think that oh Asian people or people people of people of chinky descent, right? Chinky eyes descent. Chinky eyes um, descent. You know, they, they feel that they feel that, you know, Asian guys are not as aggressive to where, you know, they are capable of approaching other women. Well, what you know what I mean? makes people feel that type of way, though? Um, and, you know, I mean, Asian people, they have that stereotypical. Uh, everyone has that stereotypical idea that Asian Asian guys are more timid. They're um, not as masculine. Um, they're not as aggressive. Um and they're just kind of like you know nerdy and you know which is cool i mean that's what we've been portrayed as for the past however years you know what i mean as far as society you know in in hollywood and shit like that um we were never portrayed as the tough guy you know what i mean um or the bad guy you know what i mean so it's like so it's hard when i'm dating someone of a of another culture or race and I'm I'm be, right off the bat, even without them meeting me, I'm being portrayed as like a typical, you know, I mean, not even a typical of like just a stereotypical uh, Asian that society is portraying Asian. No, nah, but when I look at you, I don't see like a stereotypical Asian person. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, like, I don't necessarily go out of my way. I don't think any Asian person, um, being the way they are, I don't think they go out of way to 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 be who they are. Right? I think that's just who they are. You know what I mean? 
Um, I don't think someone's like, I mean, there might be, there might be a guy that's like, yo, they're portraying this. Let me be the total opposite. But these motherfuckers are probably really good at math, but they're like, yo, I'm going to fail on purpose just so I don't fall into that category. And I'm sure it's the same thing for black men. You know what I mean? Um, where they're like, yo, you know what? A lot of, a lot of black men don't tip. So let me do 20% with this receipt. You know what I mean? (laughs) What? Do you fucking know me or something? What the fuck? (laughs) I'm out here tipping 45% just because I have to now. Shit, let me be your server. Goddamn. Um, Nah, so I'm sure there are a lot of Asian guys just so they can make up for that, right? But I never fell into that category. I think um, when I was in in sixth or seventh grade, when I found out I wasn't good at math, I was like, yo, I'm not the typical Asian. You know what I mean? I'm more of like a creative guy. Um, You know what I mean? I could be super aggressive, which is sometimes not good. Um, so it's like, it, that's like probably like the, the most challenging thing dating outside of your culture and your race when they kind of like, um, they're when I won't say prejudice, but when they do prejudge you based on your race and culture, you know what I mean? Just because they're not used to it or they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not used to having someone around you or they're not used to having this type of person around you. You know what I mean? So that that has been like my struggle, and so and it's also cool. I mean, one of the one of the best things in life is proving someone wrong, and that's and that's the petty side of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and it doesn't help that I'm good looking. Um, so oh yeah. wow, that was a humble <laughs> humble brag, humble <laughs> brag right there. Once you go Asian, you won't be complaining. Is that no uh, no? no? Once right, you go, cool. Asian, I'll try again. <laughs> It's 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 once you go once you go Asian that shit is amazing. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, that's, that's that's the same. That's the same. That shit is amazing. Um, what about you, bro? I mean, especially now with like, you know, growing up, um, you have. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just. Go I ahead, don't know bro. what I, what I will say is like I've had one terrible experience just being in an interracial relationship. Um, one of my first girlfriends, the, actually the first girlfriend, serious relationship, we uh we were dating for a while, and she actually was like, yo, I'm going to bring it back to the crib. You can meet my parents and all that bullshit. So, like, I walk her to her house. We get to the front door, and her, she walks inside. She goes, hold on a second. I had to, like, pre-phase them, like, make sure, like, it's okay for you to come. Like, you didn't warn them, like, a day or head yeah. before. Like, yo, I'm coming through. And, like, her parents, I can hear them in the, in the inside arguing. They're arguing in Spanish, but, like, I've... I've been around the block, so I understand yeah. a couple words. I picked up picked up black. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, cool. That's that's me. That's definitely who I am. And they were like, nah. And then she comes out like five seconds later. She's like, it's probably not gonna happen tonight. And I was like, the whole time, I'm like, I'm like, like her parents were real salty at the fact that like she was bringing home someone who was outside of their race for one, and like they didn't know anything about him too. But like, I feel like the. The race thing should have been the latter. It should have been like, yo, we don't even worry about that. We don't know him first, but like get to know a person before you even like pass judgment right. and like allow him into your home to even like just kind of like interact with you and see how you guys even melt, like like meld together, you know? Right. Um, so like that left like a weird fucking taste in my mouth. Yeah. I was just like, yo, is this how, good, how it's going to be for the rest of life? Or just like, I'm going to be invited back to someone's house and have to meet their parents and they're going to be like, oh, I don't know about this guy because he's not who we are. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like after, like after that relationship dissolved, and I started dating other girls, and they were still of the, like the Latin race, and just like their parents have welcomed me in with open arms, like so hospitable. I've gotten like 
beer like coronas on coronas on coronas mm-hmm. getting invited to all the barbecues we're dancing with aunties and whatnot yeah, like yeah. we're having a good time this has been multiple different occasions with multiple different women not multiple that makes me sound like a fucking <laughs> makes me sound crazy but a couple other different women and it's just like maybe it was just that person in particular their family has not been ex- like exposed to like certain lifestyles and certain right. things but growing up in this community where we have like it's either you're hispanic or you're black all the white people live on the other side of town for obvious reasons because, you know, they got a better view. But, you know, but it's just like you have to see these people when you go to the shop, right? You have to see these people when you're in the CVS. It's like if you're not going to interact with them here, when are you going to interact with them? So that really opened my eyes. But like after we broke up and after years have gone by, this girlfriend that I was dating like years ago, she ended up getting impregnated by like another dude. And that guy is black and that guy yeah. looks very similar to me, to which is very wow. weird. But, like, they welcomed with open arms, and I was like, yo, maybe it was just me. I had to martyr myself in order for them to, like, realize, like, yo, your girl's going to date with who the fuck you yeah. wants to date. You have to be okay with it. You have to accept it. And, like, I'm not salty about it at all because, like, I'm still friends with her, and, like, I want the best for their kids, and I want the best for their family and all that good stuff. I'm happy I was even allowed to even experience that level mm. of, like, like shade, you know, right, in a right. sense where it's just, like, open their eyes make, to, like, yeah, the bigger picture, makes you, you know? Like, think. So it's really cool. So, but, yeah, that was just a really weird experience for me just growing up because it was just, like, I'm, like, 18, 19 years old, and I'm, like, I don't even know what this is. Like, why do these right, people right, feel right. this type of way? Because I've never grew up in that lifestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. I've accepted it all. I would tell you, my mom used to say back when we were growing up, she goes, don't bring anybody home that can't use my comb. <laughs> Which, I'm like, what? Because, first of all, we're yeah. black, so, like, anybody can use our comb. All right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like that was it was a joke it was all in jest but i mean like that was weird but like i feel like they took that saying and like ran with it you know okay it was just it was very weird but now like growing older and just like when i see like all these couples pushing their stroller and that baby looks so mulatto it's like i want to scoop you up and put you yeah, on top yeah, of ice cream yeah. like i love that shit and like i want more of that in this world so yeah. i'm all-, all right so blob just came back from the bathroom sorry about that he pissed loud as shit like <laughs> you make a beat to your pissing noise. Oh, I hope so. Um, Produced that's how by you Drake. Big dick. Um, <laughs> the bigger the Ooh. hole, the bigger the sound. Um, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Catch <laughs> you by yourself on that one. Go ahead. <laughs> Overall, my takeaway will be, you know, um, I think, like the struggle is always. Um, the notion that your your loved ones, when I say loved ones, family, friends, that they get ab- about dating outside your race, you know what I mean? Um, the, the, I think that's the biggest struggle. Um, you know, I think, and then the only way to do it is to prove them wrong. I mean, you can't really help the way they're they're thinking about who you are. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna, I mean, like dating dating in general, and you telling your friends or family. They're gonna try to think like the most negative shit. I don't know right. why it's yeah. always like that. Just and then dating. when it's, yeah, oh. and when it's outside of your race, it, it's even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's just being yourself. You know what I mean? And when you're being yourself and they don't like you, then they don't fucking like you, bro. Because you're being you. So it's like, if that's the case, then they're never gonna like you. All right. Um. So I think it's just being polite and being you know what I mean, being kind and. And you know what I mean? Taking off your shoes if you're dating an Asian girl um, <laughs> uh, or Asian guy. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, like, 
you know, bring something, I guess. Bring, like, wine, food, snacks or something. I feel like you're focused too much on the pleasantries of this whole thing. How about it's just more about just being yourself? Yeah, no, exactly. Because that's the reason why you got this person. Like, you're with your significant other because they like you for not being what you expect them to be, you know? That could be because you got a good dick. It could be a lot of things. I mean, sex, regardless, you know, we could take that out of the whole equation. Actually, we wouldn't have much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Say that again. (laughs) I'm just just saying, listen, there are certain people that do certain things better than other people. And what I will say is you find what makes you happy and you run with that. I mean, I I, I think that's a big part, man. Like if, if you know for sure that this person makes you happy and you make, you know what I mean? And you make them happy. I think that's all that matters. And I always tell like, I mean, I've been in a situation where, like, I've dated a girl and, like, her family didn't like me. I mean, of course, I was a, a dick back then, but it's like, I was confident enough to say that, listen, I'm not dating your family. I'm dating yeah, you. It's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> um, if, if, if you, if, if your family liking me, your friends liking me, if that's stopping us from dating, you have to decide that. You know what I mean? That's your decision because I don't I don't give a fuck. You I mean, know what I mean? Family plays a factor. In <clears throat> no, it certain does. Certain relationships. It does. It does. But it, but at the same time, it's like if there's no way around it, if they just like despise me for being who I am, then like okay, now we gotta figure out something. You know what I mean? Like we really have to figure out: Are we gonna continue? Mm-hmm. Like, are, am I gonna get a second chance from your family? Like, are they gonna learn to like me? You know what I mean? So. Like, I think that's the biggest thing. I think the mo- the trickiest part is, like, yeah, family, you know? And it was unfortunate that, like, with that girl, like, we had to, like, just shut down because, like, her family didn't fuck with me. I don't know if it had to do with race, my attitude, the way I was, the way I carried myself. But it's I really just, hope like, it wasn't race because I feel like that's be the last thing we need right now. Yeah, maybe. She was Hispanic. Um, All right. So... And uh, I will say something about the Hispanic culture is just like, why are they so apprehensive about allowing other people into their shit? Yeah. And it's like, I know y'all got good food, but like, y'all ain't that bad. Y'all ain't that bad. <laughs> Come on, like, chill out. Now, like, it was a certain point, I will say, a certain point where I was just like fucking with uh, just Spanish girls just because I know it would make their parents upset. <laughs> That's, I'm talking real shit right really? now. Really? It's just wow. like, I would go out of my way to be like, yo, listen, I'm going to spit game to you just because I know. Once I hit, I'm gonna tell your brother about it, and then it's gonna get back to the family. It's mm. not gonna be a good situation. It was fun. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good time. But I also I was 22, so I can't. You can't really hold yeah, I mean, me for anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean no, I, I felt I feel the same way. I had a stage in life where I gravitated towards like Spanish girls, like like Alicia. I was like, it was almost like, yo, what kind of girls are you into? I'll be like. Spanish girls, you know what I mean? Was it because that was like the the the, the thing to the say thing back, back in the, in the day? day right? Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was a thing in it. Like oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like we got older and we kind of just started making well, our own decisions. So like to me, it's like my takeaway is like yo, make make also like make your own like make your own lane, pretty yeah. much. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like my whole life, I grew up. No one like no one ever fetishized fetishes 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 fetishize fetishize like. Asian guys. No one's ever was like, yo, I'm into Asian guys. Yo, no, yo, no. I mean, some people do, but it's like, it's never like, oh, like, I'm into Asian guys. They're so, I, I love the fact that they, 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 they are good at math. You know what I mean? I love, like, I want I've them to. I've always wanted an anime want, poster of myself. That's what naked. I'm saying. Like, you know, that's I want them to write shit. down the quadratic formula in my back while they're fucking. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, <laughs> hot. <laughs> 
So it's like I had to I had to form my own lane. Like I had to I had to be funny. You know what I mean? I had to be I had to be nice. I had to be kind. I had to be I had to dress well. No, but you're nice so hair. fortunate to be Asian as opposed to just being a white guy because like we we I say we I mean the black <laughs> black community. We allow okay. Asian I thought, people I thought you meant us as white guys. Uh, just yes, us, me and all the white us other white guys. guys. <laughs> us white guys. We decided that you're okay. No, but like we in the black community decided that Asians were like y'all can y'all have the most swag, bro. That's like we let y'all get it. Like I want y'all to have that shit, y'all. Yeah. It's like I I roll with a, a decent crew of fucking like Asian people, and I feel like I want them to have like more swag than I even you got. Know, yeah. You know that's also I always thought like I was like I would always think about that. I was always think like why do like a lot of like the black culture why do they accept like. Asian people so much, right? We understand like, the struggle. Even in like in the hood or like whatever, it would always be like, like an Asian. Think girl about this: or an Asian guy. beauty supply <laughs> stores, liquor stores, beer stores. Yeah. All these things factor into what makes black culture black culture. You know, right? And like y'all were not afraid to come into our communities and like set up shop knowing that y'all are making a profit off of us but at the same time we let y'all live the same way y'all let us live and we will never do nothing but allow us as a group to fucking prosper as long as it's not anybody that's fucking paler than us to get more like we're all about it that's that's the way I feel about it I Uh, I guess my takeaway is just uh, enjoy life and and love who you want to love and speak your peace don't be afraid to be yourself and allow people to accept you for who you are and they do not don't think too hard about it just find something else that's going to make you that much more happy you know but uh, I feel like we would not be here and talking about this topic right now if it wasn't for the homies the OGs Richard and Mildred Loving I do do some research (laughs) for this topic you know not not, not hip they were the first they're Richard and Mildred Loving were a couple in Virginia who were arrested because they got married. Richard oh, yeah, yeah, was a white yeah, yeah. guy. Mildred was a yeah, black yeah, yeah. woman. Yo, big up to y'all, man. Y'all paved the way. Yeah, for you sure. I mean? And yeah, just yeah, like they overturned the uh, a legislation uh, act that was like in set since the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, black right. and white. Black guy, white woman. Well, no, black woman, white Boy, male. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like something that's been in place since like the eighteen hundreds, and wow. a lot of a uh, lot of states like still held this like same like law mm-hmm. until like the late 1960s or something like that no like way. 1967 was like when everything was like abolished and overturned mm-hmm. so like if it wasn't for that we're talking like what 50 years ago like we mm-hmm. weren't even allowed to like intersect with each other and we're, right, like right. it was a crime to date outside your race so if it wasn't for them we would not have this topic right now we would not have the opportunity to fucking love who the fuck we want to love so at the end of the day hashtag love wins yeah, man. Just, uh, yeah, just, I'm taking. Just, a, that's my takeaway. Just date around, bro. Just don't. Just date around with a condom, and like. Wow. I mean, I mean, <laughs> STD is at his all time high. You know what I mean? I didn't know we were going to STD. Date, date someone, but don't don't like don't get an STD from another race. Get an STD from your wow. within your race. The last thing you want is sickle cell. <laughs> That's, that's fucked up. Right, go ahead, bro. Yo, that's so yo, that's <laughs> take, so take fucking us, problematic. Take, take us away. You can't you can't say things like that and then give it back to me, man. I don't know what to take, do with take, that. Take us away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh so yeah, we're gonna move on now. Uh what, we're moving into the the music segment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what you got for us? I have, I have I have nothing to think about right now. Oh, since we're talking about interracial relationship, let's talk about the best white black combo in music right now. Wow. 
we, we had some we had some great ones over the Dude, course you know, of years. You know what's funny? Um, I I didn't want to intrude your music segment, but no, you're a part of it. So it's like you're in it. So it's like what you're bringing up right now is like the perfect segue, like of what I was thinking about of uh, Eminem's Kamikaze. Like I really want to touch on that. Oh please, please, please do. Um, so please do. finish, finish mixing your drink and then talk <clears throat> about it. Um. So I feel like one of the biggest dynamics as far as like interaction. Wait, 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 real quick. Yeah. Shout out Jacklins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Shout out that uh that white label, world famous rum. We're still drinking it. We're still loving it. It's been fueling the podcast for the past hour or so. World world famous. (laughs) So moving into the next thing, we definitely want to just show y'all that you know we're still drinking. We're not stopped drinking. We we will never stop drinking until we stop drinking. But continue, please. <laughs> uh, so Eminem came up with a uh, kamikaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Eminem, good friends with, I guess, Dr. Dre, Fifty Cent. Um, all those guys. All those guys. All right? those guys. Um, and so <clears throat> there's a white on white crime right now. <laughs> we have a white on white crime in mm-hmm. our hands. I'm so happy. I'm with, so happy. Uh, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, MGK, and um, and Eminem. Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly, or Machine Gun Kelly, looks like if if uh, if if Wiz Khalifa was dipped in acid, mm-hmm. and it came out like that's what he looks like. Machine Gun Kelly looks like he part times at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> like the music career might take off, but he's like, I'm still gotta make a check, oh so I gotta God. I gotta back to Yo, work. That's the funniest shit you ever said <laughs> in my life, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Ah, uh, but <laughs> I mean, what are your feelings on the Kamikaze album? It was a surprise album because it surprised the hell out of me because I didn't know Eminem was still rapping. But um, yeah, for sure, talk, <laughs> talk on it. Machine Gun Kelly looks like he makes really good pancakes. I don't know why. Like he just looks like he knows how to make the fuck out of pancakes. Um, but with that being said, um, I I think <laughs> I think it was a good album. Was it a mixtape? It was an album, right? No, like, full-fledged album. Mm. Um, Did you actually, like, listen to it, like, I front to back? To start from... Finish. Really? I'm really... Um, I'm proud of you. I don't think it's for this generation anymore, Mm-mm. right? But I'm also thinking, right? I'm trying to think. I, I like, I saw it, like, I saw it in different views. I saw it in 100 views on, on my side and his side and not 90, 98 more. Um... I sometimes I'm like, yo, is, did he make it so people will like it, or did he make it so that it will start a conversation? Because you can't mention that many people in one album and really think that everyone's gonna like that album. But isn't that Eminem's whole mo? Like... That, no, that's the thing. But also, we also gotta like go back to like his original pieces, right? Where most of them were conversation. Like, they were controversial because he never gave a fuck. You know what I mean? He always started a conversation. He always started um, um, topics and stuff like that. Um, and I like how he kind of, like, touched on his last album, which everyone thought it was a shit revival. It was trash. Um, and I feel like he's smart enough to know that his no one's really going to listen to his album on a daily basis. I think he's just trying to take a last his last breath and just address everything mm-hmm. and i think that was the biggest point and <clears throat> granted 
the mu- I, I'm not gonna be bumping to those music to like turn up or like party or nothing. No, but you're I not going to, it, to work at a factory. Yeah, exactly. But, I know. listened to it the whole thing because like I wanted to see who who he was talking to, why he was talking to them, and like stuff like that. You know what I mean? And you know, being 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 the rap god, I feel like he earned that in a sense. You know what I mean? If this is gonna be his last album, I think going going out. In a bang where, he, where he's talking about the most elite, the most popular rappers today, and really saying, "Yo, the game is fucked." Here are a few people that I so fuck with. You know what I mean? It's like the way to go. You know what I mean? Like the album wasn't bad. Like ten years from now, we wouldn't say it was bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, this man Rob is like. All right. <laughs> Listen, this is coming from a guy that doesn't like Astro World, okay? So <laughs> I'm excited for what you're thinking. So yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I just feel like just the whole Eminem coming out of nowhere thing is just like why. My whole thing is why. I th- said the same thing. Cause I, I feel like no one asked for it. And the same way you were just like, uh, he's speaking all the, all these topics, like how the game is garbage and the game is trash. Like we all, we already knew that it's like the old man on the porch, like kid, you kids are getting too crazy wow. out there. It's like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we already know they're getting crazy. Like, let them be yo. like hmm. Eminem had his heyday. And I think his, his day died in like 2009. So we're talking like nine years ago and he's still trying to like be prevalent in this world. And but is he though? Not even trying to be prevalent. I think I feel it was all very well calculated. Okay. I feel like honestly, I feel like conspiracy theory time. I feel like him and Machine Gun Kelly have something already in the works. Mm. It's like because the way he responded so quick and immediate, and he like hit him in such a level. He's trying to pass the torch to him in such a level where it was just like Eminem in our time was the most prolific, hard hitting cutthroat rapper that you can think of when it terms to like diss tracks when it was turned to mm-hmm. pop rap when it was turned to anything as far as hip-hop is concerned you look to eminem to be the voice for it and like machine gun <laughs> kelly had his time in like 2003 for like a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looks like he's a server at ihop he like, definitely like, I, he really, definitely has served really, me my pancakes like my short stack saying. don't he look like a server or machine like gun kelly looks like he used to work at <laughs> toys r us like i promise you i know a guy who looks just like him <laughs> It might be him. No, he looks like every other white guy that hangs out with black people, but also like is into that punk shit. You know what I mean? That that white people punk shit. Like, yeah. You. He looks like he would attend like BET and like the Warp Tour at the same time. I feel like he valeted for BET. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, you had the Honda. I, I got no. uh, but you know the funniest thing is like when like all these people that are like mocking Eminem and how he raps and shit. That's the funniest shit, bro. People should not be coming at Eminem for any fucking reason because, like, Eminem, it definitely gave y'all everything y'all mm-hmm. wanted out of, like, hip-hop, as far as I'm concerned. Him being someone who is not of the proper race to be a part of hip-hop, but I feel like that's wrong for me to say because anybody can be a part of hip-hop, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And hip-hop, hip-hop is shaped on who's influencing the fucking wave, you know? Yeah. And he's definitely put a lot into the... He put a lot of time and energy and put a lot of effort and blood, sweat, and tears into the shit. But once Eminem got off the drugs, and I've said this shit multiple times over the course of my life, once he got off the drugs, he has not been the same person. Yeah. Not saying that people should stay on drugs forever, but I mean, like, for him to come at this level and for him to not be on that Slim Shady level, it's like, why are you even trying at this point, you know? Right. Like, go... 
retouch the beard in the bathroom <laughs> or some shit, yo. Because I don't know. I just don't get it. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm at a right. I'm at a point right now. Where I'm just like so over just all of hip hop. Uh, my favorite black and white combo is probably Eddie Murphy and Michael Jackson, the My Girl Likes to Party All the Time video. <laughs> you can't, you can't get any better than that shit, because this girl literally loved to party all the time. Oh man, that's that's, that's all I got. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I mean, Kim I, and Kanye. Also, <laughs> oh, we're just talking about like dynamic in general, like. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it, that's that's a hard one. Probably like um, I don't know. So when you say Kim and Kanye, I feel like Kim Kardashian is more black than Kanye. I don't think that. So it's probably like Kanye's white, Kim Kardashian's black. Well, they're all black, but from different sections of black. <laughs> like uh, what did what did Gambino say? He's like, some black girls have all a different race, like some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It was like. Armenian, like she's Armenian, so yeah, she's yeah. she's like Black European, I guess. So right, you know, right. just like Filipinos are like Black Asians, and yeah, Dominicans yeah. are Black Hispanic people. Like you know, this like, yeah. <laughs> your face is like yeah. nah. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, you know what I mean, though. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody has like their thing, and everybody like is gonna mix and like do their own thing in the culture. But I feel like Kim and Kanye have like this weird like. They understand each other, and she has enough black in her where she can figure it oh, out. Oh, yeah, she has a lot of black in her. Enough. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Ray J. Um, Ray J. Yeah. Apparently, Drake. Drake. Maybe, apparently, Drake. No, Half Drake. of Chris Jeffries. Or Chris Humphreys. That's his <laughs> name. Chris, I don't oh, yeah, know who Chris, Chris Jeffries, Jeffries is, but he's a person um, now. Um, who else? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably you. I haven't been there because if I was, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. I'd be somewhere impregnated, right. just <laughs> stroking my belly. Uh, like, what's up, dog? Ahead, uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this music segment wasn't like. It was not even music. We didn't it's even, more like a, a pop just, culture, di- black and white dynamic. As far as music is concerned, how about uh, the fact that it's the end of summer? What's your favorite summer takeaway? What was, oh, fa- so, what was your favorite so, song of the summer? Uh, favorite song? Oh, I know. This is this is this is this is bad, but uh, I've always been into him. Pause. I've always like liked him. Um, enjoy his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taste by Tiger. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, bro. What was it? Well, I was like, I kept on um, singing it, and you were like, you, you were singing it the other day, and I was like, you gotta stop doing that because it's, it's gonna so get stuck catchy, in my head. Bro. It's yo. so catchy. She can get a taste, like yeah. yeah so that's, that's, shit. That's my, that's my, to end it, that's my that's my summer jam. Just I think summer that's jam. Yeah, that's my. Summer all the summer jams. How many summer jams? Not come all out? the summer jams for this we, year. We had sickle mode. I yeah, sickle mode too. Barty a Cardi, Barty Cardi. That was a good one. What else? What else came out? Um, I don't know. It's hard. So much. Yeah, so it's it's most of it is most so much Drake. Drake. Like in my feelings and shit. Like we had so much fucking just uh yeah. Cosby Show music that I just couldn't even like get myself in a mood to like even yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I know. I feel like I'm saying that right now. Y'all both looking at me like, why the fuck y'all talking about Drake like that? I know that's your God no, and Savior. No, I'm sorry, no, but no. I'm really sorry that I said that. I'm no, sorry. No, I think his last Jeez. album was really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, expect some hate mail. <laughs> no, it was, bro. It was. It wasn't like his best work. Like it wasn't good, like at all. 
I would say my favorite uh, song of the summer is Fall by Eminem on the Kamikaze album. It was amazing. Shut up. It took me to such a level. <laughs> took me back to 2003. I was like, Mom Spaghetti. Mom Spaghetti. Mom Spaghetti. It's crazy. Uh, nah. fuck, well, I was in my the la- the latter part of this summer, I fell into uh, the Takashi trap, mm. and I've been listening to a lot of Fifi. Fati, that, uh, that Fifi shit. I don't know. It always kills me. It's like Treyway. Like when I hear that, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Treyway. Trey, Trey, Trey the term Treyway is like the the phrase of the summer. I feel like is it? Yeah, Treyway. That's what they were saying. I mean, a lot of a lot of people were saying Treyway is like the the saying of the. I mean, I haven't said it at all besides like you know like karaoke the music karaoke the song but I haven't like I haven't walked up to my house like hey mom Trey what you know what I mean like I haven't said that oh uh, please do yo <laughs> Thanksgiving I want you to be like yo Trey what uh, that's not I've never heard of that street before uh, um, same but yeah same. so that's definitely my my song of the summer song of the summer yeah. alright I don't know I mean we got it was a lot I'm just waiting on Tupac to come out with uh, another song. Keep I know waiting, he's in two, uh, Keep Cuba waiting. right now. But yeah, yeah I'm yeah, still waiting. He out on there. Him. Tim, um, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I've been listening to? I've been listening to uh, a lot of '80s. Um, so low key, when I'm like by myself, um, "Kiss" by Prince is always a good summer jam for me. And. Um, and uh, My God by the Gospel Choir of, uh, what's that Australian band? My God. Hell, he asked me like I would know. Exactly. Oh, I know. My God is an awesome guy. Why are you bumping over there, though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, 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 my, um, that's my summer jam. What about you, man? I mean, besides Takashi, I've been listening to a lot of Russ. I know how the music industry feels about Russ in general. Yo, why do they hate him so much? I don't know much, why they man. hate Russ so much, but I think like, he looks like I think it's because because he's about to get crucified and he looks like Jesus. He does kind of look like, like Jesus, though. He low key looks, looks like, like Jesus. He's about to get crucified any minute now, bro. He's at the peak of his career. He's about to get crucified. He hasn't bro. even reached the peak of his career. What are you think, talking about? Bro, he's selling out. He's selling out arenas, he's bro. He's selling out. He's selling out arenas. I've never seen him in Philly. Who, who really comes to Philly? I haven't been who looking. Who really so comes to Philly besides Phil? True, actually, <laughs> and Kevin absolutely. Hart. Who really comes absolutely. to Philly? <laughs> like, absolutely. come on now. <laughs> like people will people will go to Baltimore <laughs> before they come to Philly. Why are you shit on Philly? Like, I'm not, bro. Come on. I love. You, you know, we still gotta walk on these Philly, streets, right? You. Like, somebody gonna see us and be like, "Yo, you talking shit? You talking shit about Philly?" <laughs> I'm like, that's actually. That wasn't me, actually. That was uh, the other guy. <laughs> nah, but I love Philly, man. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Save yourself. Save yourself. You got it. Um, no, I love Philly, man. Um, <laughs> I love the food. I love the people. Like, um, but yeah, go ahead, blah. All right. So yeah, I guess that was music. All right. Uh, well, now we're gonna move into the WTF segment of the of the uh, podcast. If Zell allows, dog. is that okay if I move in? Can I can I go into the yes. next segment? Are you sure? Yeah, anything, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to talk. You, know, you want to talk some more shit about? <laughs> <laughs> See if you can fit Russ Yo, into this next segment. Yeah, Russ looks like he he rides this short bus like back in the day, bro. Listen, really I'm did, not bro. gonna let you sit here and slander you know my he, prince. Bro, he looks like Russ. <laughs> Russ looked like he drove. 
Russ looked like the type of dude that like had an after school detention every single day, bro. No, yeah, I, I agree. He does, bro. I agree. And why does his hair look like he always looked like he he came straight out of the pool? Like, no, he looks like he makes the best sandwich at the bodega. <laughs> he does, yo, he does. Like the he best does, sandwich. Bro. He does, bro. And that's why I kind of fuck with him, though. Real talk. <laughs> he, he, like, yeah. No, we're just gonna stop. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even gonna hold you. That's what, that's what they're saying these days. All right. So. Yo, no cap. I'm not even gonna hold you. In this portion of WTF, we're taking a short plane ride over to the fine country of China. Motherland. I don't know if you heard about this already. Uh, did you hear about the uh, the back to school event that was held? Oh. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, uh, there was a kindergarten. <laughs> I don't know like the whole backstory of it. So you know about the the Chinese kindergarten that welcomed back their students on Monday. Yeah. Uh, with the the exotic dancer, the the stripper who was like doing her thing on that pole for no change whatsoever because the work rages in China are deplorable. But mm-hmm. you now, um, ah, it, it, it's so weird to think about the fact that like you walk, you was there like a picture? There was a bunch of pictures. There was like advertising. You saw, you and saw shit. the girl? The girl, she was, she, she had was, a big butt. She wasn't bad. Like, she had a big butt. She was like black China. She was more like China, China. <laughs> like Shanghai, China? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like rush hour four. Like it wasn't, it wasn't something that was you wanted to see. But you was she see shaking it. her butt or was she shaking her back? As a person of Asian descent, do you think that she had, she had. I didn't see her. You didn't see I her? just slightly read it. I didn't see the video, no pictures or nothing. Did she have a big butt or. She had no big butt. So she was shaking her back. She was shaking, <laughs> she was shaking her spine. <laughs> she, was, she was trying to make that thing she work. She was shaking her tail feathers. Hey, big ups, chicken little. Now, I heard they were throwing rice grains at her just the whole time. Is that offensive? I hope it was. <laughs> let's get serious for a second. All right, well, let's get let's get kind of serious for a second. That's her dinner for that night. All right, so the the district of Shenzhen, it's a Chinese Shenzhen? district. Shenzhen. That sounds like the best dish. Like, let me get the Shenzhen on this. Doesn't it sound delicious though? It does that. sound delicious. I'd have Shenzhen. that twice. Which is the Shenzhen District of China. They had quite the treat when the parents came to drop out their kids on Monday when they were greeted by the exotic dancer who was twirling and whirling around his pole while these kids were being dropped off for their like first day of school or kindergarten, to be honest with you. So it was kids ages three to six, and they were just all out there just trying to get to class and try to like make something of themselves, try to mm-hmm. be the best uh, IT department that they could possibly be. And, you know... That happened. But dude, it's so weird because like a lot of people were offended by the fact that this was happening, but a lot of people were just like, Okay, this is China. So like what can you actually do, you know? Um the only reason why the thing is even like a news story right now is because like there was this dude, Michael what, whatever. Oh. Michael whatever. I called him Mike in my notes it says Michael whatever. <laughs> because like he was like some American dude, like him and his family, he was a journalist from America. He moved over to this country. And he was, like, just there to just do, like, photojournalism and just, like, kind of, like, feel the culture and shit like that. He was dropping his kids off at the school and he saw this shit and he was, Wait, like... he's white? Yeah, he's a white guy. White guy a, from America. It would be a white guy. That Wouldn't he? That's why the whole time reading was like, bro. you Yo, would. all Asian... All the Asian moms are like, oh, that night. That night. I like the way you do the thing. Like, that night. Bro, and then this white guy... <laughs> 
offensive. This is offensive. This is, this is not how we do things back in America. Man, you're in China, bro. Everything goes in China. I swear to God, bro. Everything goes in China. That's adapt. what I'm saying, bro. If they want to hire a stripper for a back to school jump, that's just how. Yo, think about it. Like he could have just fucked up like a like forty years of tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this white man, it's always fuck, bro. This is not even your country, bro. And you're already like stirring up the pot, bro. Mm-hmm. Who is mm-hmm. this? I'm gonna fight him, bro. I want to fight him too. Bro. But he got on his Twitter and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna talk about this stuff, and my people at the Washington Post are gonna fucking feel it." So it became a story, and like uh, now people in China on their version of Twitter. I forgot the name of it. So now they're triggered. People now, in China yeah, are now so triggered. Like now they're trying to get like, guy. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how it's a trickle down effect. So they're trying to get the principal fucking fired. They're trying to get like the company that owns the school to be like changed over to someone else because like they weren't cool with the fact that this happened. But like they were thinking the whole mindset behind the principal was like, I'm trying to get people involved in the school and trying to give you guys. Because like last year, prior to the school year starting, there was a bunch of like, warfare going on right, there were right. armed guards that were like guarding the school and like just having like this heavy military so presence trying to lighten the situation trying to lighten the situation and try to make it more like okay for you guys to come here and just have a good time mostly for the dads but i mean like <laughs> right. who's not having a good time when there's like people twirling and it was good for the it was good for the the economy of like that uh section of china because like there were advertisement ads all around the school like mm. showing like the dance school and like you can learn pole dancing too if a mom wanted to pick up a trade right, on like right, tuesday right. afternoons and whatnot you know <clears throat> so it was just like a weird thing that like got taken out of hand because one person couldn't keep their fingers one in white guys fucking Caucasian i i, I didn't want to throw it out there because i threw it out at the beginning of the episode so yeah what no if he was whatever like, white if people he was like a, <laughs> Hispanic guy, I would have said the same thing. What's a Hispanic guy doing in China? Across the border. What border? Where is he coming from? Where is he going? No, they got boats. I want to know because I want to be with him. Even if it was like a black guy, I'd be like, "You black guy." Yeah, right. Like, why are you hating? Black guy would enjoy it. No, he, that's that's what I'm he saying. He be throwing his yen like that's here. Get some coins, <laughs> making it hail and shit. Because um, I know all these motherfucking Chinese Chinese guys, Chinese people are not gonna say shit, bro. Well, like the moms were a little like apprehensive, like oh, what's but going they're not on gonna here? go out of the way tweeting that shit. And, like, exactly, that's the thing. exactly. Like, if it wasn't for this guy, it wouldn't be a big deal. Exactly, you know we've never I mean? known about it if it wasn't exactly. for this guy, like going out of his way to like make something happen, like whatever you fuck you're doing. But this is even the first time it's happened in this country. Uh, 2015. There was a, a funeral, a funeral home. What do you call that? Is that what's that place called? Funeral home. Is it a funeral? Home? Yeah. All right, I guess I said that right. There's a funeral, funeral home that was trying to drum drum up like a uh, business, and so they were invited a bunch of strippers to like dance out in front of their property to like get more people to come into funerals and like get more people to be excited about the fact that they're burying a, a family member. <laughs> that makes sense, and it, it did a really good job. But like the ministry, the Chinese Ministry of like Decency. Yeah. Oh, decency in quotations but decency was like no you can't do this anymore because like this is very like on Chinese tradition to like mm-hmm. go out of your way to like sexualize death and like sexualize just like business and shit like that but like sex sells so like for people to be so in their fucking butts about like people getting their voice out and people having a good time and like lightening the mood of a com- of a country that's so like they're they're so heavy in everything they do from the military to the, yeah. to the education to the, the everything just, is super everything about them is like, just like yeah. so fucking deep and so dark and it's just like we want to lighten our fucking mood and want to make sure people have a good time 
and they don't allow it. And it's, so. I mean, it's one of the most capitalist like country, mm-hmm. you know, like we think America's cap, you know what I mean? Like I mean, we think America, like we're always trying to sell something like, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> everything, like even like in America, we're offended by the fact that we actually have to buy like a two, two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollar coffin. You know what I mean? And coffins are expensive. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's like even like, so like, I can't imagine how extend <coughs> how extreme it is in, in in China. You know what I mean? As far as right. advertising, trying to start up your business. So, um, listen, man. All and, I'm saying is, if I die, bro, and, and 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 if like if you have a business and you want to bring on a stripper, bro, you want a stripper at your funeral? I'm all for it, bro. I got you. And if that's gonna that help that your okay? business, all right. If cool. that's huh. gonna help, if that if that's gonna help your business, bro. So be it. Why, why am I owning strippers in my in your future? No, I'm, like I'm not what? Saying, bro, you can ha- you can. All I'm saying is, you can have a business. You can have a stripper. You can have that stripper have like a bumper sticker on her butt or her titties. You know what I mean? And everyone's all gonna right. pay attention to it. All right. You know what I mean? So all that's right. that's a good way. But I got you. I got you. Go ahead, I got you. I got you. <laughs> all right. I mean, that that was into the story. No, that was <laughs> the story. Um, I like that. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't end the show very often, so I don't know how to end the show. But like you, you uh, let me know. <laughs> no, nah, I mean that's about it, right? That is um, about it. Um, what's our <laughs> What's our takeaway from today's episode? Our takeaway is my, well. My takeaway is um, uh, I think everyone, right now that we're ending summer, um, I think everyone should go back to uh, uh showering on a regular basis um because y'all motherfuckers be stinking um and also yeah and also you know what i mean wash the back of your ear because that's important um and you know like if uh if 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 nike is doing an ad bro just show love and i and i think on the real i think that's the most important thing it's like um, as far as interracial dating, I think don't be afraid to go outside of your comfort zone to do anything if it makes you happy. You know what I mean? And also when it comes to, I think another big topic that we talked about is um, the whole Nike thing. Um, is I just don't get, and, and this is me not addressing anything. I just don't understand why people are so concerned with things that don't affect them mentally, physically, financially, or their family. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's definitely my takeaway. Um, listen, man, be open-minded, experience new culture, you know, experience new, new food, experience new personalities, experience new, new shapes and sizes. I don't know. New shapes and sizes. Yeah. There's a different flavor and different taste. Okay. All right. All right. Different cups. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that. Different cups. Experience different size panties. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. Yeah, what about you, bro? Hot take. Uh, all right. So, oh, um, I'll, t- I'll say one thing. Yeah, please. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to cut you off. I didn't know where to go from there. When you're, when you're dating like different multiple, like multiple people of like different ethnicity and background, like think about it, bro. When you eat ass. It's like you're you're tasting. You're also tasting different flavors. Like literally, you're tasting your food. You know what I mean? 
right. With that being said and understood, go you, ahead. Bob. You can't. You can't. You can't. You gotta stop doing this to me, yo. <laughs> you can't keep throwing it to me when you go say ahead, some Bob. shit like that. <laughs> go ahead, Bob. All right, so summer's winding down. You just know, you just know, you just know, you just know know how how their how how their digestive system works and operates per per race and culture. Oh my god! Oh my god! Go go, go ahead. Are you sure? Go ahead. Are you sure? (laughs) It's okay. All right. Summer's winding down. (laughs) We're approaching. That beautiful time of the year where it's cuffing season. I just want you all to find someone to give you a reason to want to cuff. Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. I want you all to just be out here loving yourselves. And once you really find the level of love that you want for yourself, share that love with other people. Doesn't matter what they are. Doesn't matter what they look like. Doesn't matter what planet they come from. <laughs> just have a good time. And remember to drink Jack Wins. Yeah. That's, I'm going to, one, one more product plug while I can. Uh, no, but on, at the end of the day, just have fun, love life, be good to yourselves and one another, and, you know, don't let anyone shit on you for anything that you want to do in this fucking world, and don't let anyone shit on you for who the fuck you decide to spend your time with, because we don't. We don't. We don't. Not. That's part of the struggle is just to be able to be okay and comfortable with yourself. So always be okay with yourself and always be able to just love and just share that shit with whoever the fuck you want to share that shit with. So <clears throat> that's my take. And also like experience all the different ankles. All you know, the like, angles? Yeah, you all know, the like angles. different girls, like different girls of different races, they have like they all have like different ankles. Yeah, there's a lot of different it's like weird. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. They, like one ankle is like like a, Are you saying a black, ankles or angles? Ankles. Ankles. Like from your leg, like ankles. Yeah, yeah the like, part know, that like, connects the leg <laughs> to the foot. Yeah, yeah, you know all right. like a, a black girl's ankle is like totally different from a white girl's ankle. This is ankle. something I did not know. So now I'm checking. See, these are some things you got to think about. Thank bro. you for teaching me. Learn so me peep something. It, peep it, bro. Peep it. Like, all right. It's just, it's just, it's just different. You know all right, I mean? all right. You really got to think about that. So that's, <laughs> that's my number one takeaway. <laughs> Experience different ankles. <laughs> because sometimes, you know what? Ankles could be sexy. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, when, when you're at a professional place and you can't be that sexy, an ankle is like the only opportunity you have to show skin and be sexy. Ankles are important. You know what I mean? I remember I used to... Um, I, used to <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember I went to school, bro. Me and my friend. Me and my friend, we saw this girl that showed her ankle. And we were literally checking out her ankle, bro. Bro, sometimes ankles is like the, the sexiest thing you can find. So, Stop talking to me. Yeah. Oh, we got we got in the podcast. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta check out the ankles, bro. Um, <laughs> did you did you do a, did you do a spit take? Yes. A bit. Uh, first time I have Blob do a spit take. Yes. Um, <laughs> yo, who are you bigging up, bro? Oh man. Oh. So I want to pick up my homie Fabe. They hit me up yesterday. On honestly. He called me out of nowhere. I was like walking back and running my errands all day. He was like, yo, man, I just want to talk to you. I just want to see how you were doing. Yeah. How life doing. And I was like, oh, shit, I appreciate that. It was like a person that 
was super confidant in my life, like early on and shit. So I'm just like happy to like interact with him and That's like cool. just talk and shit like that. Because so, I know we kind of like low key discuss like hitting up like people. You have right, to, like, right. And I didn't even hit him up. He hit me up. So I was like very much taken aback because like I don't even hit people up anymore. To be honest yeah. with you, I'm really not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, um <laughs> who, do you, who do you want to big up? Uh, I, I think I want to big up um, one of my homies that I grew up with. Uh, not grew up with, but like one of the homies that like was very um, big in my life when I was when I was young. Um, his name is Nick Nick Smith. Nick. Um, he's actually black black and Mizzou. I'll tell you a little bit. Yeah, so something happened in that family. Yeah, yeah. Right, so he right. technically he's he's super strong from the Mizzou side. And he has a big dick from the black side. You know I mean, mean? why is that always a thing? Like, um, well, if I'm swinging three inches right now, then you're making just me. You're making a whole hot right now. Nah, that's fine. At least, <laughs> at, least, at, least they, at least girls are getting in your bed because they think that you have a big dick. Don't get in my um, bed because I promised them fucking yeah, Grubhub. So, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me up. He hit me up. Oh uh, well, I. Yeah, he hit me up the other day just talking about how he's, like, really into our podcast and stuff like that. And the stuff we talk about. And I super appreciate that. And it's been a while since I've seen him. So, like, really catching up to him and, like, talking to him was super refreshing. And I think you and me talked about it. Like, you and me have always been the people to, like, hit people up, organize, like, a meetup or, like, Mm -hmm. a hangout joint. So... When, when other people are doing that to us, it's like a feeling that right, we rarely right. feel. So it's like so refreshing. and right. just, It's a good feeling, you know what I mean? So that was that was a good thing. So I definitely want to big him up. That's what's um, up, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, bro, at the end of the day, bro, big up Nike, bro. Big up Nick, big up Nike. Big up Nike, bro. Big up all of them. Do we have any uh, local big ups? <coughs> local big ups. <coughs> local Philly big ups or no? Oh, let me big up uh, 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 Ian Shiver. Yeah, Ian, Ian Shiver's having uh, Ian Shiver uh, uh, Instagram Ian I A N Shiver. Wow, uh, nailed that shit. He's, uh, he's having he's having he's having an event this weekend. Um, you can uh, check him out on Instagram. Um, I think he's releasing a book or something. So definitely check him out. Location, time, and all that stuff uh, in his uh, in his uh, account. All right, shit. I don't have any local big outs because I haven't really been outside much. It's been terrifying out there. <laughs> fags. R- big fags. But I mean, cause only because the summer's winding down. But yeah, you know. But I mean, big out to she- Ian because obviously, you know, he does all the things with like the function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the homie Rob Wait, so and Joni and all those guys. So yeah. Real quick, um, before we end, I, I want to ask you two, two questions. Yeah. yeah. Where, and I always want to end the podcast with this. Where 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 is your mental health and mental wellness right now? I want to always like end with that, and I also want to ask you, what's your biggest highlight, or what what's the the most positive thing, and what's what's the biggest takeaway from from your summer? Because I think this is uh, our our first or our last podcast for the summer. Yeah, the summer's over, dog. It's like now all we have to do is reflect. Right. Um. I don't know. Mental health is mental wellness right now. I'm in all over the place. I've been high, I've been low. Right now, I'm like kind of right in the middle, cause uh, you know I got a good situation going on right now, but at the same time, just like I've been dealing with some shit I've been bringing with me yeah. for not only weeks but months but years. It's just like certain people in particular 
that still have some kind of like a hold on my life and shit mm-hmm. like that. I think I talked about it last week as the podcast was going off, and you were like, "What the fuck was that about?" And I was like, "I don't want to get into oh, it." <laughs> If you want to hear it, go back to the last podcast. Oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I'm not taking anything too seriously because p- things happen. People change. Life changes. All I, all I will say is, like, you know, I've been in a comfortable situation for so many months. And, like, when someone who I was ready to give everything in the world to decides that they now want that shit and it's just, mm. like, what do you, what the fuck am I supposed to do with it now? Right, right, right. You know, it kind of puts it throws you for a loop, yo. And it's just like, what am I supposed to do with this kind of information? Right. Knowing that I have someone who's very significant in my life, and I'm supposed to fucking like just be there for them and just be like cool. But knowing, right. also not knowing what the fuck could be on the other side of the fucking horizon. So I'm just trying to play it all by ear. I'm just letting go, letting God, letting do, letting him do all that good stuff that so. they do. The universe will always play out the way it's supposed to play out. So I'm not gonna focus anything too hard on. So, yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm still having a good time. I'm having fun. I'm out here drinking and talking shit with one of my best friends. So, like, everything's good. Everything's cool. What about your summer? What's your takeaway? My summer? Summer was cool. Summer went by way too fast. And I know people always say that, like, summer went by way too fucking fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this summer? Because I had, I had more fun than I've had in the past, like, wow. two summers. That's good to hear. So, bro. now the summer is, like, starting to, like, wind down. I'm like, dude, I'm, like, still ready to do more stuff. But like, I'm a fall guy myself. Yeah. I'm you're ready so for the fall. Excited. I'm so ready for the fall. I need more fashion. I need more like I need layering brown leaves. I need like I need that pumpkin you, spice. You are a layering up as youngin. You love layering up. I love layers, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I'm ready layer, for it, bro. Layer as youngin. What about yourself, bro? What's your What's your mental health? What's your takeaway? My mental, mentally, man. Um, I mean, it, it, it was rough. I mean, like it's been rough. Um, I think I'm recovering. Um, from last last episode, I think we talked about how um, I've been lonely and kind of like mentally <coughs> mentally tired. Uh, my break and getting to see my family was a big thing. Um, just to see like how happy my mother was seeing me and how like she received me and stuff like that. Like the care she gave me was like a really like just a like a safe space. You know what I mean? And it. Like this week really reminded me how how important like having like a home cooked meal is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and like that yeah. really fed my soul and my mental. Um, and you know, as we want, as we were, <coughs> excuse me, as we're wrapping up um, summer. I think, like you said, I think this is the most productive I've been in a long time, or compared to any other summers. Um, this is the most consistent I've been as far as like content, as far as putting out this podcast. And I think, um, as far, you know, as far as like what I'm taking away from summer, I feel like, um, this summer is, is, is a setup for me. You know what I mean? So I think this summer prepped me for a lot to that. That's going to happen down the road. You know what I mean? Like, um, linking up with you, like you and me making content. Um, I feel like it made me really realize that whatever we want is like possible in a sense so like this like everything that you and me went through everything that we've been planning i think it's like it it really struck me to a point where like yo like this is actually happening not not only am i thinking yo this can happen like this is actually happening you know what i mean i think i'm actually at a point where like i'm comfortable to share my mental health and mental wellness to the public um, not only just not only you, 
You know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm, so it, you know, I'm, 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 I think I'm one. As even though like I haven't had a vacation or I didn't have any vacation or break during the summer, um, I think the work that I put in has nothing but has not has has been nothing but positive. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean I I owe a lot to this summer, and, and I think it's it's dope. So, so yeah. Shout out, shout out, right. real talk. All right, well, Damn, man, uh, it's been it's been a, it's been an exciting summer eighteen. That's what I will say. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this whole summer season of podcasts that we've been doing. Uh, once we move into the future, you guys are going to experience a lot more good stuff. You guys are going to experience a lot more alcohol, a lot more good shit, like video, content, yeah. video content. Too. Video content is what we're working on right yeah. now. So hopefully, we'll be able to get those up. Soon. I know the Instagram has been a little lagging right now, but yeah. We're working on it. That's what I will say. We're working on it right now. So it's it's a, a work in progress. So bear with us for sure. But make sure you guys always follow the podcast. You can hit us up on Instagram at Struggle Time Pod. You can always email us at strugglemetime at 88 Remember to use the hashtag come struggle with us if you want to follow us and like tweet along with us and all that good stuff. Because we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My, well, was MySpace too? And, Shout out to Tom. Well, on, oh my God, y'all, don't get me on AIM. Don't get me on AIM, man. ASL, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so uh, tune in next week for another great episode great of episode. Struggle Time. And uh, yeah, we'll be right here with you. So shout out. Love yourselves. Be a good human being. Peace. Peace.